For a Novel Architecture by Kalim Nader, podcast number three, Beirut Reprise, or Reprise Beirut. So uh, this chapter is uh, really a very key chapter for me because it addresses uh, two very important uh, themes for me. The first one is uh, La Reprise, which I will uh, explain in a minute. And the second one is uh, Beirut <laughs> or uh, Lebanon in general and the whole problem of uh, being in, uh, in a place where there are problems. <laughs> Uh, so, so the concept of reprise, which, uh, I mean, the word reprise, uh, which is a French word, uh, it's Genta Gelsen in, um, in Danish by uh, the Danish philosopher and writer Søren Kierkegaard. It uh, doesn't really have a proper uh, translation in, uh, in English. Uh, the closest would be uh, a second take. Uh, because if you say repetition, really, it is the, the opposite uh, of uh, what the meaning is uh, of Genta Gelsen. I will quote uh, here uh, Kierkegaard directly. Rerun and remembrance are the same movement, but in opposed directions. For what we remember has been. It is a repetition turned backwards. Whereas the rerun, properly expressed, la reprise, I mean, would be a remembrance turned forward. So really, uh, this is uh, maybe the, the most key concept of, uh, of the whole book, uh, which is this idea of remembering forward. Uh, so rather than uh, the um, vain demise of uh, nostalgia to simply repeat the past, the rerun or la reprise proposes to remember forward. But what does it mean uh, to remember forward? I mean, it, it sounds like uh, uh, something that is nice poetically, but practically speaking, how do you remember forward? To remember forward, you have to know uh, the, the quality uh, of a certain place, of a certain context. You have to look at the ruins and see their potential, but then to infuse a creativity into it. Uh, a rerun is a creative remembrance. It's a remembrance with an involvement, if, uh, if you may. And in this context, uh, I have uh, shown in the book uh, a series of projects that uh, have to do with a certain ruined situation. Of course, uh, you all know that I'm Lebanese and uh, you all know that uh, Lebanon is a crossroads. Basically, neither east nor west, neither north nor south. Lebanon is located uh, on the map in this uh, weird location where Europe ends, Asia ends, Africa ends, the Mediterranean ends. And this very tiny piece of land, uh, a bit more than 10,000 uh, square kilometers, becomes what someone wanted to call a nation, uh, Lebanon maybe too small to be a nation. And all the time, across history, contested, invaded, destroyed and redestroyed, plus earthquakes every once in a while, as if um, uh, wars were not enough. And uh, you are, of course, aware of uh, 
the the unfortunate events of uh, 2020, where there was this uh, non-nuclear and yet uh, huge explosion in in Beirut, which wiped out uh, half of the city and killed more than 200 people. Um, so, so where better <laughs> than in in Lebanon uh, to uh, propose uh, the theme of the reprise? and to look at uh, abandoned, ruined, destroyed uh, spaces and to uh, propose an architecture of repair. Uh, it's not in the book, but uh, we, we worked, I mentioned it in postcard, podcast number one, uh, we worked on the repair of schools uh, after the explosion. Uh, and uh, many other projects um, are mentioned in the book, in particular, uh, a historical project like Immeuble de l'Union, and uh, the, the Banque du Liban Capital Market uh, Authorities uh, building uh, in Beirut. Uh, I will elaborate a bit on uh, how those projects were made and how the concept of, uh, of reprise was, was applied uh, to this uh, architecture. So in the case of Immeuble de l'Union, uh, you, you are talking about a proto-modernist uh, building. It's not yet fully modernist because there are still little remnants of uh, Art Deco decoration lingering here and there in the balustrades and other items, other metallic items, even also some little framing of the windows. Uh, these things that will end up uh, disappearing in the, in the later uh, modernism of, uh, of Beirut. So in the 50s, this big building is considered to be a, a landmark it uh, occupies a full island with four streets uh, all around. And uh, a client approaches me in 2016, just after I, uh, I opened my new uh, studio, to, to propose uh, a renovation. I said that the renovation should be a reprise in the sense that we are not going to uh, simply restore it. We are not going to simply repair it. We will do that and we will, be, we will pay homage uh, to the building because... Uh, it's a building which is very solid and very well kept. But also we will intervene in a subtle way uh, to, to give it a new face. I'm talking here, for example, about the, the texture uh, of the facade, which was this uh, kind of uh, fake stone, a bit yellowish, uh, that uh, they had initially. I decided to whiten it a bit, give it a bit of an effect of uh, Japanese-ness, if you may, uh, to plant the inner depths uh, of the alcoves uh, to, to bring a whole layer of uh, naturalness um, and vegetation to the building and therefore to lighten it. Uh, to uh, also revise uh, fully uh, the interiors. Uh, the transformation is not just also at the level of uh, the architectonics. It is also at the level of the program. Uh, because there is more need uh, today for uh, for offices and also the plates being very deep uh, on the six, six first floors, we decided also to uh, to remix uh, the programs uh, and to um, create a mixed-use project. So divided roughly into three zones, the ground floor is a commercial um uh, floor, which is interconnected, it interconnects the, the two streets, front and back. The first six floors are all offices, and the last two floors are sort of urban apartments, uh, urban villas. Uh, and every one of those three layers uh, of the building also get a certain type of landscape, 
uh, jacarandas, which are very typical of uh, the street uh, in Beirut for the ground floor. Um, natural uh, native plants, green walls uh, and other trees uh, for the six floors with uh, little with little need for uh, for watering. And uh, up on the last two floors, like urban gardens uh, with different types of uh, flowering um, plants and some uh, olive trees. The project uh, is still uh, ongoing. And uh, for me, hopefully, whenever it is done, uh, it will be a demonstration of um, the concept of reprise applied to, uh, to a building. I would like to talk uh, also about the... Um, the building of the Banque du Liban, Capital Market Authorities, CMA, um, in Hamra Street as well, which is very close to Imab de l'Union. Uh, and this building has a very uh, rich story, and it became actually quite an iconic uh, building on the uh, on the street where it is placed. I mean, uh, for, in terms of uh, architectural genealogy, we were saying, you know, reprise is this... Uh, creative movement of uh, of a past that projects itself uh, forward uh, there are two pasts two strong pasts uh, to to the building of uh, the BDLCMA uh, on the on one side you have the interdesign building of uh, Khalil Khouri which is this concrete chamfered uh, building with these obliques of concrete quite uh, sculptural and iconic and on the other, you have the main building of Banque du Liban, which uh, was designed by Adore et Julliard, uh, the Swiss architects, um, that uh, is, uh, is a typical modernist building, uh, rectangle, gridded, uh, uh, very um, uh, uh, very clearly the, the authoritarian building of, uh, of an institution, the Banque du Liban. And then we, we had to propose a building in between, between uh, Banque du Liban and between Khalil Khouri's uh, uh, chamfered building. And there was already a certain structure uh, on the site, which we had to reinforce because the, the, the client didn't want to demolish it and there was no need actually to demolish it. It was actually better and more ecological to keep it. So so we had to, to, to implement... Um, an exoskeleton of steel on top of the existing building, which actually completely transforms and makes disappear the uh, the original building. And this exoskeleton uh, takes uh, from the genetic code of both uh, the the ancestors, uh, if I may, uh, of uh, of this building. So so it is gridded and rigid and present like the Banque du Liban, but it is slightly oblique and chamfered. Uh, like um, uh, Khalil Khouri. And, and when you look at the image uh, of the, um, the building on page 128 of the book, uh, you, you, will, uh, you will see that uh, it, it takes from both, uh, and yet it becomes an identity uh, of its own. Uh, we, has, we have also wanted to implement a lot of glazing and vegetation, um, same as in Imab de l'Union, uh, to uh, at the same time uh, convey the uh, the idea of stability and presence of the authority of uh, the institution of the Banque du Liban, Banque du Liban, but also uh, the transparency and a certain uh, accessibility of the institution uh, to to the general public. And of course, it is at the end of Surati Street, so so when you see it, uh, you are. Um, 
from from far and as you are driving or walking towards the building you will see it from far because it's at the end of uh, this perspective i would like to also quote um, a page from the book uh, where i talk about uh, beirut beirut in layers the city that continues to fascinate it is enough to walk down a street in jemaize or hamra to witness the palimpsest you are actually walking in a cross-section of a Rauschenberg collage. Tourists wrongly romanticize the disorder. It has a price for the ones living there on a daily basis. However, they truthfully denounce the excess of regulation in the Western modern city that kills the vibe. Humanity should reach and search for a new urbanity at the middle way between order and disorder, organized enough to achieve safety, chaotic enough to always feel alive, Contemporary Beirut has the latter. In the layers of Beirut, you will find a Casablanca restaurant or a Lisa, small sandstone houses inherited from the late 19th century in the Venetian tradition, creatively reprised as modern restaurants. You will find a Starco, masterpiece of Swiss minimalism in the middle of the central district. Also Adore et by the way, the, the ones who did uh, the Banque du Liban headquarters. The cross-section perfected to the millimeter. Here again, Wally is found as a, in the cross-section, like Matthias Klotz would say. Uh, so the cross-section perfected to the millimeter that perfectly integrates with the two differing street levels, with the modernist elegance of white and black bakelite cladding and full-height transparency, bombed several times, repaired as many. You will find enter design, brutalist sculpture from the age of the modern concrete pioneers, now owned by a bank for the lack of support of Lebanese furniture industry. You will also find Beit Beirut, contested second take on the war-torn Barakat building, now a museum of Beirut in a sensible approach of prosthetic architecture by Youssef Haidar, to creatively remember the East and West divide at the Green Line. You will bump into the Mur Tower, aborted landmark, witness of all conflicts and theater of the atrocity of sniper culture. And now, post the apocalyptic explosions of the 4th of August 2020, even more ruin to revisit. Greed has many forms across the globe. In how many words, forms, is it possible to explain that love and quality of everyday life are above material accumulation? You cannot eat money. A $100 bill doesn't contain happiness. You create happiness by yourself. In how many forms are you ready to create new architectures in order to combat creative stagnation and capitalist conservatism? In how many ways are you ready to repeat the same idea until it reaches the right ear? The practice is a torture. The practice is a passion. The practice is a pleasure. But how many times do you wonder if it's worth it? cosmic joke. Be happy first of all, the rest is a game. Be your own revolution.